This has been a topic we've been wanting to jump into. So the title of this episode is perfect. Is silence golden? Yes. So Let's jump all, into it. We've all seen it. That trending social media post going around about silent services or silent appointments. Right. So we are here to discuss everything. Yes. So first, Demi, why don't you read what the post itself actually says and refers to? And the description. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the description for what a silent appointment is. If you're feeling anxious, tired, mentally drained, or just need to take some time and would like to avoid conversation, please don't hesitate to ask us for a silent appointment. There will be no judgment and there never will be. Regardless of the reason, you are always welcome to utilize this option. Your mental health matters to us. Right, which I think is a good message. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very important, especially since, you know, mental health has been brought so much to the forefront in today's world. Absolutely. And it has, like I had said before, it's been going around a lot on social media. I know in the nail world on Instagram, I see it at least two or three times a day. And then when it surges, it's like everyone is posting this. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it for sure a lot, too. Um, I see it especially with suite owners. And I think it makes the most sense in a suite environment. I would agree. Um, I think we're both treading really lightly as we're heading into this because I think what's like so important to us and um, Melissa knows because we're extremely close outside of this podcast too. um, Mental health is a big conversation that holds a lot of importance um, in my life in general. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't hold importance to Melissa, but I think it hits a little closer to home in certain aspects for me uh so with our opinions here like because i don't know if they're all gonna be like (laughs) well received or maybe they will who knows um it's not to dog mental health even in the slightest but i think we're constantly learning and growing yes and i think this conversation is really great because i think sometimes we need to hear the service providers outlook on it too right because we're not all gonna agree right and It's also mutual respect, and that's a big thing that I think this conversation also has to hone in on, too. Yes. It's all in the way that we do it, right? Yes, of course, Mm -hmm. 100%. So I know I personally have not had an encounter with a silent appointment or request, Mm -hmm. but you have. I have. Um, I... I actually experienced it, well, what, probably like two months ago now. Um, And it's a great client of mine. Well, all my clients are great. But (laughs) what I mean is like it's a longtime client of mine. um, And she came in on a Saturday um, and requested a silent service. So I did experience it firsthand. Um, I, it's so tricky because I think it also circles back to the fact that I know there's mutual respect, so there was no, no offense taken, right? Um, at the same time, in certain aspects, 
maybe for a minute I was like, whoa, like I didn't expect it because right. I think we've touched on like a few episodes that like we're a very talkative bunch in here. Yes, very. Um, and I think that with that being said, like, and again, like this is in no way, shape or form, like at all bashing. It's just we're opening up the floor of having a moment that we've experienced it, right? Like when you <laughs> didn't know it was coming anything like that like even if somebody comes in and is like a blonde and you've always made them blonde and they're like today I'm gonna go jet black like that <laughs> shakes you to the core right. too it does. Um, so something that's like not your norm and then it becomes requested in anything I think kind of for a minute catches you off guard and you got to readjust right um I think also that circles back to I keep saying circles back today it's my favorite word um I think it also comes back to too like our environment in the salon um we are a talkative bunch and you know everybody kind of kikis with each other and maybe Saturdays feel a little more buzzy in here than even the other days at certain times of course because we're all here we all have multiple clients like that song like cheers to the freaking weekend yep (laughs) um so I think like for us we're like okay like what do we do like it was (laughs) like we were like we were like all being tested like we did it you know like not all it was just in here so I guess the only other person that experienced it was like with me and and my client was my husband because he works in the same space like I guess we're probably gonna have to post a tour at some point of the salon so people can start to picture it um and like I think the only thing I can say is like caught off guard and with that being said it's like so tricky because I can understand if you're in, like, a place where it feels like, oh, my God, like, I know that, like, on Saturdays they're all buzzing there and, like, I'm just not in the mood for it today. Um, I could understand the request. At the mm-hmm. same time, it's kind of a tricky request to probably maintain. Um, and Especially I don't in a think salon. we've passed very well at it. <laughs> like, it was calmer, like, when we were, like, uh, tucked over here. But, um, like, by the time, like, everybody's mixed in the back and, like, hanging out, people are getting shampooed, um, you're under the dryer, maybe it's a little trickier. But at the end of the day, you could definitely still create a silent service for yourself if, like, my client brought a book that day and was reading and this and that. Um, Now, let me interject. Is this a service that you have ever advertised on your social media? No. Um, I have not. Um, and I think a lot of, of it and, and a huge portion of it is because I don't know if like I'm so in between because I totally get it. Like and I read that description and it makes a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like if you listen to like the music I play here, like I'm very like, you know, very vibey. Yes. So I think in a lot of ways I completely understand it. Right. Um, But I also think in some ways I still don't. Does that make sense? It does. I'm trying to be as real as I can here. Um, But I also want it to be clear, like, I don't think it was a bad thing that it was requested. Like, I think that in certain times it could be a bad thing if it's not the right client. Does that make sense? Like, I think, like, we've talked about mutual respect in so many episodes because, like, my client and I had so much mutual respect heading into that, um, 
I there was none no offense taken, right? But right. like I think that if you don't have a good rapport with a client yet or you don't right. know somebody and that's where I think where it can go into like a little bit of an offensive direction yes. with delivery. Like if somebody doesn't advertise for it, you've never met them or they're a newer client in your book and or I guess I'm speaking kind of more from the client perspective here. Mm-hmm. So you're you're going to a stylist, um, you're newer to their book, or maybe it's your first time going, and they finish out a consult with you. Oopsie, I just hit my microphone. I'm passionate. They finish out a <laughs> consult with you, and like you wrap up the consult, and the next thing out of your mouth is, I'd like to request a silent service. <sighs> I don't know you yet, so that could maybe, I think in that then sense, it's awkward. it feels a little awkward, yeah. right? Like, um I know my client is like, she is a huge advocate for self-care. There's a lot that goes into it, and I know her, so I don't feel that same way. And I think that if you haven't had, like, enough of, like, a relationship yet, and that's just, like, the first thing you say, especially in the hair setting where, like, it's a talkative appointment normally. Yeah. Um, It could be a little off-putting. Not to mention, if you're new and you come in and – you answer my questions when we consult and then I come back with your color and I start to ask a few things kind of like your last mm-hmm. in the last episode you referenced with like your three questions you right. ask three questions and then that's it um I can pick up on it like I'm like oh, okay not so into it today like not not into talking to me like it's not a personal attack but maybe they just want to chill and hang out like right. that's fine I pick up on that and let's do it um and I think that's maybe like where I am not I'm I'm still in a weird place with this topic is I don't know if we've perfected how to do it yet. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I mean, listen, I am all about self-care and advocating for mental health um and all of that cuz I know a lot of my friends do struggle with like anxiety or whatever mental health issues that they might have which sounded horrible, but whatever. I don't know how else to say it. Um, but as for me in my position, I find silent appointments and just the idea of them very awkward. I am an yeah. awkward person. If there's, you know, too much silence, like I get into my A little own, bit of lip sweat. I get into yeah. my own head. Like, I'm the same way. Are they not talking because they hate their nails? Do they hate me? Do they yeah. hate this color? Do mm-hmm. they hate the shape? Like, that's my thing. Right. So, for me personally, as a service provider, I find the idea of silent appointments very, like, in, full of anxiety for, for me. For you, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't disagree with them. I think that it's a great thing to offer, especially if it's something that you are passionate about or that your clients are asking about. I think that you should totally do it. Yeah. But me personally... It's not a service It's you not yeah. a service that I, you know, am interested in offering just because, to me, it causes anxiety. Right, right. Yeah, like, and I, I totally understand that. Like, I sink into, like, my head a lot, like, in real life and work life. Like, oh, yeah. That's a, that's a big portion. Like, I really work hard to control my overthinking sometimes because I can be my toughest critic. And um, sometimes 
in that silence, especially when you are a perfectionist in your craft and, and you really, you know, work hard for um, the quality of your work, I think it's so easy to kind of like trail oh, off and go to a yes. strange place with it. Um, and I can see where the argument in that moment, because like we're headed into like a different, you know, world now where I could see somebody saying to you, and this isn't me saying it, but it's not their job to absorb your anxieties, right? But, but then it's, it's on your chair and it's your business. So right. And on the flip side, just it's for not arguments, your pers- job yeah. to absorb theirs. Exactly. And so I it think, goes both ways. Right. So, and, and I think that's why this is so tricky. Like, um, I've gone through so many different feelings with it. Like, I think in a sweet setting, I could understand because you can kind of like isolate more. Yes. Um, I feel like I, it would be like, you know, I, I, I don't know, it may be a little more awkward in a suite in a certain sense, or maybe not, because um, I think, like, it, it's a calmer environment. Like, you can control it a little yes. bit more. I think maybe, like, there's, like, a compounding anxiety when it occurs in a salon setting because you know you can't control the outside noise. Exactly. So um, maybe that's an aspect, too, because, like, you, when you're so used to being in control of the services you provide and like for me to advertise like a silent service as an option per se, I can't control that service um, because I can't control what other clients are talking about or what other stylists or, exactly. you know, it's so true. Right. So that's not something I'm in total control of. Um So maybe that's an aspect of it, too. And to be clear with my experience with it, it was kind of a little bit of both because, like, we entered into the first part and it was silent. But then the second part wasn't silent. So uh, meaning, like, after, you know, we we put the color placement in and all that stuff. And it just so happened in that moment, normally I'd have somebody in the chair next to my other client um, at the same time. But she was solo in the space because my other client was in back processing. So uh, the beginning, I guess we did pass the test (laughs) with the silent (laughs) service. But I think that day when we were in the back shampoo bowl, um, one of the assistants was talking about like selling feet pictures um, on OnlyFans. (laughs) So I don't know about back there. And your client jumped right into that conversation. Right, because I mean, how do you not, right? (laughs) Um, But... So I, I think that that's why I keep saying it's such a tricky conversation to be had. Like, I can totally understand where, um, depending on how it's said, it can feel offensive. Like, if you – it goes back to what I said before about not having a rapport with a client and versus mm-hmm. having a rapport with a client. Like, right. um, And that changes maybe the perspective of everything, too. But – it can be a little off-putting depending on how you say it. And I think that's a, a a big lesson maybe from the side of the person requesting it. Um, if it's something that you're interested in, I think you have to very much genuinely think about the service that you're receiving. Right. And you also have to think about the way that you're going to choose to voice it. Because um, if you say it in a way that is rude – it's going to come off like you're treating them like they work for you. Yeah. And while there's a service being provided to you, absolutely, 
you are not your service provider's employer. Um, you are seeking them out because you like the service that they um, offer and mm -hmm. you have sought them out because of their talent. So that respect has to exist. Um, and I think that that's probably like where I do have a strong opinion about it. And this isn't like a reflection of like my experience with it. This is my opinion in general of it before I had this happen and even after now. Like I said before, my situation wasn't as, you know, it, it wasn't a negative in the sense that we have a relationship to build off of. Right. But I feel like people have to understand when you go in and um, don't voice it the right way, I just think it's rude. Yeah, I think it can It's the only way I could kind of put it. Is rude. I'm not saying, like, I didn't experience that, but I think there's certain people that maybe did. Um, and I think that's where we need to work on it. Like, I think, hmm, I just have a lot that I think about in this one. Because <laughs> I see both sides. I'm always like a, I see all the sides of things. Like, right. Um, yeah, and I'm not, you probably have, you know, all the feels about it since it is a topic that hits closer to home for you. Me, yeah. I just, I mean, not to sound, again, like, I'm being selfish or uncaring, but I also know me and right. I just get, you know, I'm okay with like pauses in conversation. Yeah. I'm okay with there being a lull in conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could sit across from somebody for an hour to an hour and a half in total silence and not feel awkward. Right. No. Like, and and I, I, I totally like can relate in a lot of ways to that. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> I don't know if I always do well with silence because um, it's the same thing. I get into my own head yeah. and, and I can kind of like, you know, maybe start to funnel in some thoughts that you're like, what? But then I think of it, the other aspect of like, well, maybe those silence and like that time of uncomfortableness is like time for growth for me. Right. Right. Like, so that's where I, I, I go back and forth with it. Now, I don't think that it's easy to maintain in a salon setting, which is what we said before. Right. Um, I, I think that it's a little different and it's a little more difficult to like have interjected into the mix um, depending on the type of salon you have, right? I think it's definitely more suitable to like a suite style right. space because yeah. you have more control because if we go back to like that original post mm -hmm. you know if somebody just wants a silent appointment due to their for their own mental health I don't think a salon setting no matter how large or small it is is conducive to that yeah because you know, what if I come over to you not realizing that your client wanted this silent service and I came over to you just talking casually? 
you know, like walking to the ba- break room, like, oh my God, Demi, did you hear my well, client say this? You know, yeah, and like then, that's so crazy. When with you saying that, you're telling me like good tea, not bad tea. I just want to be clear about of that. Course. But, um, but just but to like, share yeah, that like, conversation. Our clients are all connected and like we usually like all talk to each other. I think that that's an example of like what the expectation has to be when it's requested in a salon setting, right? Right. Like, so I think that if it's requested, um, and maybe it's not perfect because you're in a salon then as the person requesting it, you would have to allow for understanding that it might not be a perfect silent service. And then you may have to sit there and say, if that's something that's on the top of your, you know, wants all the time, then you may have to have a moment in saying, maybe this isn't the space for me. A salon space isn't my thing. It's a little overwhelming for me or whatever that may be. Um, Now, like, I replayed the day that, like, when I experienced it, and I look at, like, the setting, like I was saying, where it was just us in here. So it could have been, like, a last-minute decision to request because she saw that it could be right. requested. So that that's where I think, like, I can see, like, the different perspectives in it and... Mm, you know, a little right. bit of, of, you know, all sides. Um, but like, it's so tricky because you can't, when you're dealing with, um, I'm trying to find the right words to say, but <laughs> when you're feeling, when you're dealing with, you know, prioritizing your mental health, which is incredible. I think we all definitely need to do that. The world is pretty hectic and crazy, and we're constantly overloaded with, you know, stimulation on all fronts. Um, You also have to look at the aspect of, am I involving somebody else in a time when I'm prioritizing my mental health? Um, where I know boundaries is like a big conversation we have all the time. Boundaries Mm -hmm. go both ways too. They do. Um, there's certain things that maybe your client wants to talk to you about and there's certain questions they don't want to talk about. I mean, there's been times even that my clients have come in and like, they are like, it's just been like a really hard day and like they're stressed and whatever and maybe a little emotional. And I'll be like, what's going on? And that one day they might not want to talk about it. And they'll say that like, I don't want to talk about it today. Like it's just too much to even talk about. And my statement back in those moments is always like, okay, like, you know, I'm here to talk. And then if you don't want to talk about it, then we can talk about everything else but that if you want to. Exactly. And that's it. Um, so I think that we just have to perfect it still. For sure. I mean, I think that you said it best. Like you have to understand, like if you're involving somebody else in your Mm self-care and, and I don't want to sound heartless to say, I don't want to be involved in somebody else's self-care. Um, I mean, definitely when I was in my suite, I had a TV in there and I would play like Friends or The Office or, you know, shows like that. And there were definitely times where my client would be watching TV because they liked a particular episode or show Mm -hmm. and they would be laughing and I would just be doing my thing. But it was kind of like 
unspoken. So yeah. I think that kind of put my mind at ease some. Yeah. Um, I mean, was it a silent appointment if the TV is on? I have no idea because yeah. I'm going to overthink that and analyze right. that because that's who I am. But, like, I don't mind that. Like, if my client is talking to you or to Bella or to another client there and not talking to me, like, that's perfectly fine, too. And yeah. I will just focus on my work. Mm-hmm. But I think for me personally, it's when it's, I would like a silent appointment today. Then I'm awkward. Immediately yeah, like you that don't sets know me how on to, edge. Like, you don't know how to, like, you're like, right. what color do you want to put on your Right, nails? right. Like, like <laughs> can I ask you what color? Can I ask you yeah. what design? Because Did it's you a- want French? <laughs> like, like, can you wash your hands? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. so, like, yeah. immediately, it tr- like, mm-hmm. doesn't trigger me, but then I'm, I start to overanalyze myself. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't like feeling that way, and I don't like being put in those instances. So for me, personally, like, if you want a silent appointment, like, please just don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> For my mental health, please don't send me an a tailspin. Like, is like, this our way of breaking up with me? It's a soft breakup. This is like the last dinner date you go on before exactly. they end things. And then they just ghost and you. And then, yes, and you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't mind those things, and I get it. Mental health is so important. It's personally, I mean, I go for a massage every month. Yeah. I don't talk to the girl that does my masseuse. Right. First and foremost, because I think it's awkward. You're yeah. like literally oiling up my naked body. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. But then I'm also there trying to relax. So So I guess like I can I can relate to like I I don't even know how to start with like requesting it, but I we all laugh about it. Like my husband thinks it's a joke. Like I just took my mother-in-law for a massage like like this past Mother's Day. <laughs> And I don't know what it is. Like, every time I go to get a massage, like, I just, people talk to me. I don't know why, but they do. I mean, I don't want to say I don't know why because, like, I'm flattered that you want to talk. Like, sounds great. Maybe it's because nine times out of ten when I go, they're like, whoa, you have such a bad back for, like, a 29-year-old. And then they go into all the things I need to get done that are not within the 90 minutes I booked. Um... But I guess maybe that's an example of, like, internally, it's not anything personal against the masseuse, but in that moment, I don't want to have a conversation, probably, is how I feel. But I feel horrible to ask for that, right? Right. So then I also, that's where I have the perspective of thinking, there's an exercise in voicing something about your wants that is respectable in certain ways if it's Mm -hmm. voiced well and it's voiced properly. Um, So like in that moment, I'm like such a people pleaser that I won't say anything and I'll continue to answer you while my cheeks are like scrunched into that little hole in the table. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, like, (laughs) and at the end I've had a great massage, but maybe do I wish that like there was a little more time for relaxation? Sure. Um, And then at the same time, then I circle back to, well, maybe they really needed to talk and get that stuff out, right? Exactly. So it's tricky because um, I definitely would label myself a people pleaser. Um, 
And in certain times, being a people pleaser, I think, is, is a really nice thing because you can please people or make them happy sometimes. <laughs> but in certain aspects, it can be draining where you don't even sometimes know how to advocate for yourself or how to navigate um, voicing something that uh, you would prefer. For sure. There's been many a times where right. you'll text me and you'll be like, oh, my God, can you believe this? And I'm like, girl, you should have just said no. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you do this? And right. you're like, I don't know. I know. And, like, it, it, it's in the business world for me and it's mm-hmm. in my personal world. And it's something that I'm constantly navigating. Um, so then I look at that aspect of the silent service request and then I think, well, if it's done properly and it's done right, then it's a great exercise in your own personal needs. For sure. Um, and so I think it's like, for me, I'm so happy that I experienced it to like build my opinion a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was a good example of it being done like I, I keep going back to the same thing with it, right? Like I'm not telling this story about our client and being like, oh, like I can't believe. No, like I, I use that as an example where, of course, in the beginning, because like I don't, I've never had that request happen before. I mean, I'd be lying to say that I wasn't like, whoa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, because you you're not used to hearing it with such directness, right? And but then I all I always like reference and I circle back to the fact that we had a relationship built before, so right. it I think changed that's different. like the navigation of it, right? Yeah. Um. And I think that that's, like, a big thing, too. Um, But I think it's different for each person. So, like, if you're somebody that would love the option to book a a silent service, like, personally, and then you run a business, so you're excited to offer a silent service to somebody because you don't mind providing said service in silence and you can can kind of just vibe and do your thing separately. Mm -hmm. Not separately. You're vibing together, but just silently. Right. Um then that's awesome. Like you found your niche and like, you know what? That's an aspect of building your clientele. Yeah, so you found a want sure. that you have and that you can step forward with and you can attract people that want that same thing, right? Exactly. I have a nail friend who actively promotes her silent appointments and she's in a suite and she dims the lights. Yeah. She puts in her AirPods. She listens to like a true crime podcast while right. she puts on like, you know, vibey music for her clients. And I think that that's great. I think right. that there's definitely a market in that. I'm glad that there is a market out there for people, especially, you know, people who maybe have had a bad day or are feeling a little anxious mm-hmm. or something like that. I think that it's great, but I think that you also have to know your service provider a little bit yeah, to be able to ask for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a service provider, if that's not something that you're interested in providing, it's okay being honest. It's okay to be that. honest. Yeah. Like I, again, not that I'm against a silent appointment. It's just not. It's not conducive. Well, for- and maybe I would be more open to it if, like, I was in a suite and I knew in advance. Yeah. Like, I think in your situation when your client sprung it on you, I think I would have just been a 
fucking ball of anxiety at that point. Like, right. I would have had lip sweat. Like, everything would have been sweating. I would have been like, does she not like me? Why doesn't she want to talk? <laughs> like, I would, like, every scenario would be going through my head. Also with, well, I could be, you know, talking about this or talking about that. Does she not like my stories? Does she not like my cat stories? Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, no. Like, I, totally spiraling. And I can completely, like, relate um for sure like I get that right but you guys had that relationship which I understand too right like and I think too like um I'm not saying that I'm like the chillest thing ever because I'm not like I think anytime you hear me like talking to my clients (laughs) you're like whoa Demi like um but I do think that like maybe like going back to like what I was saying before because like uh with like trying to see all sides there's an aspect of like certain people are like yeah I think she'd be cool whatever like let me request it this and that um and it it really does all go back to the same thing of like it's how you ask it's how it's presented um like I guess it it's kind of, it goes both ways. So, like, imagine if, like, somebody walked in and you did their console and, like, then you were like, we're going to be practicing a silent service today. Right. Like, imagine yeah. how confused, like, <laughs> like, if I said it in a rude way, like, they're like, oh, and I'm thinking about curtain bangs and I'm like, okay. Silent appointment. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, so that's, like, a good example. Right. Um, and so again like it's it's just the way it's navigated and that's what I mean in the sense that we have to still perfect it I don't know if it really has a place um all the time in a salon I think like the day that we experienced it like I said before it was a day that like it could be captured at least for that first half of her appointment because she was solo in here right um and I think it's a great example that the second half, when it was maybe a little more difficult to maintain that, she was very open to communicating, too. Like, it wasn't right. like she sat with, like, an annoyed look on her face looking at me like, Ugh. Like, you know, and, and, and I think that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if you offer the understanding that, like, the – the possibility for a silent service is only so possible and you offer some leniency with when that silent service ends if you are in a salon setting or something like that then I think yeah maybe you could maintain it a little bit easier um and it's not such a bad thing I do think we should give credit to stylists too now with that being said not every stylist is the same but I think a lot of us that are experienced in the industry can pick up on people's skills right of course. so um I think we need to still realize that there's a lot of service providers that can understand and pick up on a day that you're maybe wanting to be a little more vibey and calm and and uh, chill and maybe not have a ginormous conversation just simply by your responses and like, or you just say like, I've had like a really crazy week at work and whatever. And that's mm-hmm. actually part of what my client said. Right. Um, in in her statement like well not statement but she did say like I've had a really crazy week at work so that's a really good example of like voicing it in the proper way I would say Mm -hmm. in the sense that that kind of alleviates like 
the unknowingness. Like, right. Where, no, like, you sure. just said, like, I want to have a silent service. Right. Or, like, uh, I'm requesting a silent service. But you don't say anything else. Then you I, – I, inevitably, most people would be like, whoa. Like, she thinks I fucking talk way too much. <laughs> and she's over it. Like, right. But if you preface it with being like, listen, I have, like, a lot going on right now, it kind of goes back to the same thing as, like, a client sitting in my chair and being like, life is so stressful, me asking what's going on and them saying they don't want to talk about it. Right. You then realize, like, it's – just an aspect of what they've got going on in their lives. Of course. So I guess that's like, it, it's it's a tricky thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to navigate. Yeah, like, because even, like, um, I don't know how I would feel if it was a new client. Like, if, like on, on an online booking or something, right? Yeah, no. Where, like, you... Unless you advertise that service and it's available... Like you have your regular service, and right. then you and have then you silent, advertise for it, and then, and then silent you can book service, it and then you there. can book yeah. that. Yeah, because like I mean, I, I maybe could even relate where like sometimes I'm like I'm sure you could relate to this too. Like outside of work, um, you know, like those like parties that feel so grown upy. Like yeah. I, I always use those examples. Like it feels like the American Pie. Yeah, movie where like yeah. they're all holding wine, like they make them look like they're done with college, and it's like adult life now, and it's like classical music playing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody's <laughs> small talking, um, like I'm like oh, like I usually <laughs> say all the wrong things. Like yep. I'll be like talking about some story, like oh, have you watched the Staircase on Netflix? It's about this guy <laughs> that like potentially maybe murdered his wife, but maybe didn't. But this, but yep. that, like, and then you just get this weird look back. So like, I definitely can relate in the sense that like sometimes I don't enjoy like that silly small talk, and I don't know what to say during those times. Yeah. So, like, I don't think you could go into, like, a party and be like, I'm requesting a silent party. But <laughs> they have those, though. <laughs> really? Yes, where you go in and you put, like, headphones on. Oh, and, like, you're yeah, all with the separate vibing. DJs. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I can relate in that sense. Like, sometimes you're just not wanting to do the small talk, not the right. – the over by the coffee maker in the break room, like, yeah. would you do this weekend? Right, the water cooler um, talk. Right. Like, it's true. And yeah. sometimes you don't. And, you know, sometimes I don't. And when I have certain clients where it's like, oh, perfect. This is my last client of the day. I'm just going to ask her, you know, a question, and I know that they will just run with it. Yeah. Go, like, yeah. it'll take them to the moon and back, mm-hmm. and I can just get my stuff done, too. And I get that. But, you know, I think for me, it's – I don't think we need – to me – for me personally, it I doesn't don't, need to it be doesn't like need to be – said it's just understood I can pick up on it yeah and you know having done nails for as long as I have I mean not that it's like 20 years or anything but you know you start to pick up on social cues from people right like yeah if my client who's usually like hello is a little more down yeah and she's like hey right like okay she's not in the mood yeah you know so I, I get that but I understand why some people would want to specifically request a silent appointment. Yeah. I'll send them your way. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... I Not to I, sound bad, it's but... So, it's, it's so tricky because... It is. Um, like, 
I I kind of I like to at times like push myself out of my comfort zone where like in the beginning I maybe could stay in like a place where I'm like I don't get it I don't want to get it like when I first saw people posting about it like and then in time I was like well there's certain times that uh," but I like I said private life and um looking or pursuing a service are two different things too and I I really am a big person with like manners and and treating others kindly Mm -hmm. um and so I think that's what it goes back to so much like I think some people request it and it's used in a positive manner and then I think some people could request it and it just like anything else right like we've talked about building your clientele and there's certain people that don't respect you and don't um, and then maybe talk to you and, like, speak down to you, right? right? So, like, that's not a person that I could digest a silent service request from. Now, no. again, I don't have those people in my book anymore. Right, but still. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't face that. But I can tell you in, like, the moments of in the past where I've had run-ins with people like that that are no longer, you know, clients of mine, and I'm talking years and years and years ago, um, if you came to me now with that energy, that would be enough for me to be like, yeah, fuck no. Yeah. But then you came to me with that energy and then you requested a silent service. I would, that would be it. Yep. Um, that would be it for me. <laughs> like, uh, because then I think it's being used as a tactic for control and it's not being used to better your mental health. I would agree. Um, So I think, like, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly in everything, right? So anything that's good can be great. And then there's also going to be people that take a good thing and that they make it a bad thing. That's that's the world. Like, it's it's what it is, right? So I guess, like, that's really where it goes back to. Like, there's times where inevitably if somebody's an asshole and then continues to be like that and then request that then it's like mm. snip snip yeah down. right like so i guess that's where i find that there's a broad conversation about it like yeah i mean it's like it's a hard topic to cover yeah and um trying to, i feel like you know i again i'm not the one for it but then i almost partly feel like an asshole a little bit saying like Mm-mm, don't come to me with that Be- but well, it's but, I but that's that like maybe protecting my yourself right my mental health so too. but then like maybe we could use the perspective of, of a client of yours that's like a long time client that came in yeah and was like oh Melissa like I'm just fucking beaten down from this week like do you mind if we just like chill today and if they right. said it like that Oh, it would be absolutely no right. problem. So I think that's the way it is, too. Like, when I think labeling it so heavily, like, where it's yeah. like silent service. Um, I don't know if you need to really, like, jump into it that heavy in certain times. Like, yeah, I think, I, like, saying something like that, like, um, could be enough for people. Yeah, I agree. But then again, too, like, I don't know, because I'm a people pleaser, so I could be saying it, like, way too not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, and I, that's, for me, I think if it's more natural like that, that's how it yeah. would also make me feel mm-hmm. comfortable. But. Yeah, because, like, 
I think it's all based off of how it's done. How it's approached. Right. Like, if somebody comes in like, like, (laughs) don't speak. (laughs) Then it's like, okay, no. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not your servant. Um, I don't think anybody should be treated like that. And that's a totally different conversation. And um, that's not something that, no. Either of us would vibe with. No, absolutely not. I would be like, oh, here's the door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it's an ever-changing thing. I don't think this is going to be our only episode on it. No, I think Um, it would, it's definitely going to, I feel like it's tapering off a little now. Yes. I haven't seen it floating around as much. No. So I feel like, you know, it'll come back around and we'll face it again. Yeah, I mean, I think that, well, yeah, ebbs and flows. Oh, I have a great solution. So if we maybe start to um, serve mimosas, then when somebody <laughs> requests a silent service, we just start giving them champagne until they talk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's – I'm interested to continue the conversation for sure. Like, yeah. I think it's an ever-changing thing. I don't – I don't think that – we have all the answers for it just yet, but I I hope this opens maybe some insight to like clients that listen to us too. Remember, there's yeah. two sides. This of is course. a two way street, right? Of course. And I think like when I posted in my stories for you know thoughts and opinions on this, I mean you can really tell when you mesh with your clients and they yeah. message you and they're like absolutely not oh it's so funny because <laughs> i got so... a few of those too that they were like oh my god please don't tell me like they misunderstood and thought yes. like i was gonna start doing silent services and they're like oh my god i love our talks yeah and i was like no 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 like we're just trying to get perspectives on it to see yes. how people feel about it. yeah so i think it'll definitely come around again and when it does you know the door is always open for that conversation. Yeah, and I appreciate feedback on it, too. Like, we always say at the end of every episode, you know, reach out to us, you know, on our Instagram at the Beauty Beast Podcast. And then also us separately, you can Demi yep. Miller Montoya or Nails by MLH. Um, give us your feedback. How yeah. do you feel about it? Definitely. When this episode goes live and we post it on our Instagram, we'd love to see, like, the comments and thoughts and opinions. And yeah. Even if you D- DM us, it's, you know, it's a safe place. Like, we love hearing everyone else's experiences. Yeah. For sure. All right. Melissa, I'm requesting a silent service for the rest of this episode. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So until next time, also make sure that you leave us, maybe not, don't leave us a review this time. (laughs) 